treasure trove of sermons shared by men and women of God during services at Harvest House International Church, Harare, City Hub One. Allow me to honor our bishop and our mom, the visionaries of this apostolic house, Allow me to honor my husband, Sina Reverend C.S. Tuturu, for his leadership and his guidance over my life. Allow me to honor our service pastors here, uh, Doc and Mom. Allow me to honor Pastor Zimuto, who are in our midst, our ministers. Allow me to honor this Pastor Razao also here. Our ministers, our chief leaders, uh, who are our departmental leaders, and all of you, dear congregants, welcome to God's house. You know, like I said, that one thing that COVID really taught me from last year, it taught me to see God more in my life, nothing else <laughs> but to see God, you know. Uh, even as I was spending most of the time at home, this time more with the kids because of online before they opened school, I would not wait for my morning prayer, you know, after bathing and making sure that they are ready for their school, I'll just get into my bedroom and just say, God, I just need you. And I want to encourage all of us that, uh, you know, I was just talking with my husband yesterday saying, ah, you know, if I look at or if I really think of the number of people we've passed on that I personally know, I, I really... You know, think could, there is a reason why God has spared us. And the thing we need to do is to know why God has spared us. It's not in our wisdom. It's not in our abilities. But it, there is something that God wants you to do. Amen. There is something that God wants you to do. The reason why you are here. The reason why God has spared you. Those who have gone home, heaven has gained. But as for you, there's something that God wants you to do. And the onus is on you to really seek the face of God and say, Mwari, why, what do you want me to do? Be it ministry or whatever area of your life, seek to know why you are still here. Those who have gone home, heaven needed them. Those who have gone home, heaven has gained. But as for you, who is still here, <laughs> you must know why God has spared you. You must know why. Because it's not in your wisdom. It's not in your ability. So, dear beloveds, it's important for us in this season, as we do whatever we are doing, let's not lose out on connecting to heavenly agenda in our lives. Heavenly agenda in our lives. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for your word this morning. The entrance of your word brings light and understanding in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We are ministering on a new declaration. This loyalty and disloyalty. 
loyalty and disloyalty. I'm sure that our pastors have introduced the subject to us and uh, for those who listened to our dead last week's uh, introduction to this subject covered a whole lot of uh, aspects of this subject that we are dealing with and I'm sure that we are being helped. And I believe that uh, as we go through the two months with this declaration, as we save him, hallelujah. First Corinthians 4.2 is our theme scripture. In this case, moreover, it is required as essential and demanded of stewards that one be found faithful and trustworthy. In this case, moreover, it is required and essential and demanded of stewards that one be found faithful and trustworthy. I've got 10 minutes here. We should be out by 9.45. One of the most important things that we need to know is that we are stewards. All of us as believers, we are stewards. Hallelujah. What is a steward? A biblical worldview of stewardship can be consciously defined as utilizing and managing all resources God provides for the glory of God and the betterment of his creation. The central essence of biblical worldview stewardship is managing everything that God brings into the believer's life in a manner that honors God and impacts eternity. I want us to understand, dear beloved, from 1 Corinthians 4 verse 2, that says that it is required and it is of essence that if you are a steward, you must be found faithful and loyal. You must be found faithful and loyal. And I say that it's important for us as believers to know that we are stewards. All of us, we are stewards. All of us, we are stewards of the deposits of God in our lives. We are stewards of the talents, the giftings that God has given us. And the Bible says that um, we must then understand that as we are stewards, we must be found faithful and loyal. <laughs> when we understand that basic principle that you and I are stewards, then we must know what is expected of us. When we read in 1 Corinthians 4, 7, Paul says, for who regards you as superior or what sets you apart as special? What do you have that you did not receive from another? And if in fact you received it from God or someone else, why do you boast as if you had not received it but had gained it by self? So, Dear beloved, it's important to understand that as believers, as children of God, you are a steward. There is something that God has given you, your gifting, and it means that you are a steward. And as a steward, you are expected to be faithful. Hallelujah. When we look at um, stewardship in relation to the master of the house, the steward was a slave in biblical terms then, he was a slave, and the steward was the master's deputy, like, well, like a deputy in regulating the concerns of the family as a steward, like a, a helper in our nowadays terms, a helper in the home, whom some prefer to call maid, but I prefer to call them a helper because they are there to help. So they would, they, they would be like the master's deputy in the home, regulating concerns of the family. For those of us with the helpers, you know, if you have a helper, you assign A, B, C, D, please do this, make sure this, make sure this. So they were regulating the concerns of the family, providing food for the household, 
or preparing it, seeing that it was served at the proper times and seasons and also in proper quantities. Also, a, a, a steward was, uh, one of the duties was to receive maybe all the cash expended on what was necessary for the support of the family and kept exact accounts for which he was then obliged at a certain time to lay before the master because the steward was like a deputy. He would be responsible even for the monies maybe that come into the home and thereafter make sure that those monies are expended well and after that when the master comes they account. Hallelujah. So that's how we have to understand stewardship from our point of view as believers. So I want to say to us that God will call us into account for how we have handled all that he has given us. That's where our stewardship begins. God will call you and I to account for the things that he has given us to do. Matthew 25, 14, for it is like a man who was about to take a journey. We know Matthew 25 about the talents. So God will account all of us. You and I will be, will be called to account for the things that God has called us to do. That's why I say that if you are still here, you better ask God. You better know why you are still here as a child of God. Why, you are not just here to survive and live and that's it. But there is a talent, there is a gifting that God gave you. And God at some point in time will ask you and I to account. And the second thing is that we must be faithful in the little things as well as big things. We must be faithful in those little things. You know, there are some people who just say to themselves, uh, in God's house, I don't believe that. I believe that each and every one, there is something that God has deposited in your life and God will ask you to account for that thing that he has given you. Perhaps you are not yet sure. I remember when we grew up as new believers who say, ah, me, I don't even know what I'm supposed to do. Uh, you find yourself in prison worship, in ushering, you'll be doing this and that. I mean, everything in God's house. But I believe at a point in your life, you need to be stable to... to to serve in one area in God's house, that's stewardship. And it is called for you and I to be faithful on that which God has given us as, uh, as talents. What is loyalty? Another word for loyalty is faithfulness. It means to be constant, not changing. Constant, that's loyalty. And I say that as towards God will expect us to be constant, not changing. You know, I was talking to someone uh, sometime during the week, not even during the week, yesterday. The person was just saying to me, you know, I want, uh, 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 okay, last week when they were talking to me, they said, I no longer have feelings for my husband. I, I, I feel I no longer have feelings. Then I said, you know what? <laughs> Love is not feelings. I was saying that to them. Remember the vows that you made at the wedding. You are supposed to remain faithful. You are supposed to remain constant. Loyalty is being constant. Constant. Not changing. Number two, loyalty means being the same. I know someone I say it's only God who does not change. <laughs> but in loyalty language, we are supposed to be the same. Number three, loyalty or faithfulness is being reliable being dependable, being trusted, being believed. That's what God expects from us, being reliable. Are you a reliable believer? Are you a reliable child of God? Can God depend on you? 
is being thorough or strict in the performance of your duty. That's loyalty, being thorough or strict in the performance of your duty. That which God has given you, the talent that which God has given you, are you being strict or thorough? Are you thorough <laughs> in executing that which God has given you as a child of God? Are you thorough in your prayer life? Are you thorough in the gifting that God has given you? Are you strict? Are you strict? In my leading as a reverend here, am I thorough? You as a believer, are you thorough with your, your spiritual life? Are you thorough? Or you are only thorough for, for, for us as parents, we are thorough never not to make sure you have done your homework, everything. Or are you thorough? Loyalty or faithfulness is being true to one's word, promises or vows. I'm sensing the anointing as I minister to us here. Loyalty or faithfulness is being steady in allegiance or affection. Being steady in allegiance or affection. Do you know that um, when, when, my, when I'm low spiritual myself, I always remind God one thing. I always say, Lord, remember how when I got born again, I got born again in 1995, I was in... I was informed one day. I always say to the Lord, Lord, remember how I loved you then. When I was in Form 1 and I was a TCU Girls Christian Union under the Methodist, and I used just to enjoy, would go to circuits on Sundays. You know, I was at a Methodist sporting school, go to circuits, and we, I just enjoyed that. We, we used to use a UT truck. I just enjoyed that, going, going to the rural to settlements, preaching, and I loved that. I loved my God. Loyalty is. Being steady in allegiance or affection. But some of us, when chips are down, our allegiance to God is not steady. I love God today because tomorrow when I'm going through stuff, loyalty, steadiness in allegiance. I always remind the Lord that, Lord, you know that my heart loves you. And in Corinthians, the word of God tells us that those who love God, they are known by God. God knows them. <laughs> so loyalty is being stated in your allegiance to God. To God. Number seven, loyalty or faithfulness is adhering or, or true to effect, a standard or an original. Being true to effect or a standard or to an original. When we read in Matthew chapter 25, verse 14, the Bible says that for the kingdom of heaven is like a man or a, a man who called his servants together and entrusted them with possessions. And as you go through those seven definitions that I gave you about loyalty, I want us to look at the reaction or the behavior of these three stewards. 
Number one, we see in verse 15, I know we all know this, the other one was given five talents, the other one was given two, the other one was given one. And we know that the first two, the one was given five, doubled them to ten. The one was given two, doubled them to four. This one was given one, he hid he hit his talent. So we want to pick a few lessons from the behavior of those stewards. Verse 15, to one he gave five talents, to another two and to another one, each according to his own ability. And then he went on his journey. I want to say to us, as we speak of loyalty, I said all of us are stewards of the giftings of God in our lives. All of us. And here the Bible says that he gave gifts according to ability. He gave gifts according to their ability. And I want to say to us that the gifting that you have in your life, that which God expects you to do, that which God expects you to live in your life, whether it's singing, it's according to your ability. If God has given you a gift to be a musician, and maybe the, the portion you have been given is a portion you must record, and you are still postponing. And God has given you a gifting as an evangelist. Your, 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 your portion is for you to, by now, you have 100 or 1,000 souls, and you have none. <laughs> you are not being faithful. You have been given according to your ability. You have been given according to your ability. Ask yourself the gifting that I was given by God, whether it's writing. If it's writing, you have written the books and you have shelved them somewhere. By now you should have written 200 books and you have two only. You are not being faithful. You are not being loyal according to your ability. According to Kason, these talents are life resources such as time, money, and abilities or gifts. Verse 16 says, the one who had received the five talents went at once and traded with them, and he made a profit and gained five more. The one was given five talents. He went at once traded them, and he got five more. We see action there. Loyalty is not talking. Loyalty is not in words. Loyalty is action. I'm sure you have heard people say, Ami, I'm loyal to my boss, I'm loyal to my company, I'm loyal to my government. What are you doing? This guy who had been given five talents, the Bible says straight away, he went and traded. Loyalty is in action. What is it that you are doing with the talent that you are given? But what are you doing? Action. What are you doing? Where is the fruit of your loyalty? This guy was faithful. Straight away he went and traded his five talents and he got fruit, five more talents. Our loyalty to the Lord, to our pastors, to our spouses, to those around us is seen in what you do. Not in what you say. 
Ah uh-uh. in what you do. In what you do. Not what you say. Because many people will say, ah, me, I'm faithful, ah, me, I'm faithful. What is it that you are doing? Because at times you speak, I'm faithful, but your actions are contrary to what comes out of your mouth. But this guy and his other friend, they were lawyer. And we see the master when he comes, he says to him, well done, good and faithful servant. Huh? Anakuti well done, good and wise. Akati good and faithful. Servant. So the master was looking first at faithfulness. The quality of faithfulness, goodness and faithfulness. And I want to say to us that when you have been given the gifts, the gifting in your life, mwariba notswaka goodness first. Kurura. Ne faithfulness. Chet, first, that's what God requires from us, faithfulness, goodness and faithfulness. Ask yourself, well done, you have made 10 talents. Uh-uh. Goodness and faithfulness first, and that's what God wants from us. That's what God wants from us. For those of us who are in business, God does not come and say, well done, you have made a hundred millions. He wants faithfulness to the money that he has given you. First, faithfulness in the talent that God has given you. When you are needed for music practice, are you there? Faithfulness. The voice is there. When I'm needed to, 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 to pastor, Am, 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 I, am I available? That's what God wanted first. That's what the master wants first. That's what the master wants first from you and I. As stewards, we need to be faithful. I'm sure, you know, when this master, when he went away, I can go up my five talents. You know? And when he comes, he, he speaks of goodness and faithfulness first. When Christ comes, will he find faithfulness? Hallelujah. Throughout your service in God, I said here, God is looking for your faithfulness, my brother. God is looking for your faithfulness, my sister. Your availability with the gifting that God has given you. Your faithfulness. Church, those not faithfulness. In our ministries, in the giftings that God has given us, which is Zivakuti, we are supposed to pray. You know, I was reading a certain book on prayer, and this uh, man was saying that, Do you know that if you are someone who has been called to pray, and the Holy Spirit lays a pattern upon your heart, someone's life or death is dependent on your obedience to the nudgings of the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit has deposited something in your heart to pray for this person, someone's life is dependent on that. You know, we had an experience just during the COVID. 
I, I asked uh, two of uh, our people who were in intercession to pray for someone who was first at home, I think for about two weeks on oxygen at home. Then after that, when they were deteriorating, they went to hospital, I think it was two or three weeks. Mom was two or three weeks, I can't remember, or more than that actually, more than a month. And you know, we'd wake up at night, Shamari, let's pray. Guys, let's pray. And you know, before acting messages, this is the situation now. Let's pray. Let's engage God. Let's pray in the spirit. There are days when I would feel kuneta, personally, but you know what? We are pushing this thing. We are pushing this thing. Someone's life, things are spiritual, beloved. As long as it's not yet their time, there's someone's life depending on your obedience, faithfulness. Faithfulness. <clears throat> the master then says in verse 21, I will put you in charge of many things. Share in the joy of your master. May I say that faithfulness will open more opportunities for your life. Do you know even at work, if you are a faithful worker, whether you are gifted or not, but faithfulness. There are many people with giftings, but this servant, because he was faithful, the master says, well done. You come and join me in my joy. This has an echo of heaven in it. Those who are faithful till the end will meet the master. The master has a place of joy where you have to join in if you remain faithful. Faithful. There is a final place of joy to those who will be faithful till the end. 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 Do you know one thing that um, my experience even in this uh, period that we are in, even when I would be praying for some people uh, as a pastor, even when I would hear that, you know what, so and so has gone to be with the Lord, I would have the peace of God. Why? Faithfulness till the end. Faithfulness till the end. Mom sent us a video sometime in the, about the, the Afghanistan killings that were happening. I haven't followed through uh, the update as of now. But there was a lady who was talking about a family who were, uh, a family who was saying, you know what, we said we'd rather just die for Christ. We would rather just die for Christ. We would rather just lose our lives for Christ. How many of us till the end, this master said, you join me in my joy. You join me in my joy. Kuvimbika till the end. Kutunoramba wakabatirira kunamari till the end. Kutunoramba whether kwa we are stormy akaita say as a servant, whether writer say in your walk with God, kuramba muno akabatirira panamari. Some of us, when the chips are down, when the chips are low, when things become tough, we just, we just neglect and abandon our faith. We live and say, ah, zoku church is ga, ndatadza nezwazwish. Regirandi mundo shandirwa. But this guy traded 
and got five more talents. And the master says, you will join me in my joy. James 1.12 says, blessed or help your spiritual prosperous, favored by God is the man who is steadfast under trial and perseveres when tempted. For when he has passed the test and been approved, he will receive the victor's crown of life, which the Lord has promised to those who love him. Dear beloveds, may I say that in stewardship, it is required that we remain faithful. Then when things are tough, till the end, till the end, blessed, spiritually prosperous are those who will be steadfast till the end, who will remain holding on to the Lord till the end. My brother, my sister, this is the challenge I'm giving to all of us. God requires that we remain faithful. No matter what we come across in our lives, no matter the challenges that we come across in our lives, God will require that we remain faithful in our lives. Hallelujah. God will require that we remain truthful. Elder, as we did departmental leader, Kutawe Kuvunza, Sipo, as Wakutimutaku, Helling a Pima musician. No, 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 no. To your God, faithfulness with the gifting that He has given you. To my God as a pastor, faithfulness to shepherd with what He has given me. To minister in season and out of season. To my God, to my God first faithfulness with the things that has deposited in my life. What are the things that God has deposited in your life? The gifting that is upon your life. Are you being faithful in executing? But it will be required. You and I will account. I gave you this, this, this. What did you do? Did you faithfully execute? Minister Taku, Ipapo, Kudenga, Kuna Minister, Kakuna Rev. Taku Tochihambakwe. How many albums did you release with the gifting? Faithful. Faithfulness. Marivati Batsire. You know, when I did this, I said, Lord, help me as I serve you, as I serve your people. Am I doing it faithfully? Because in the ministry of intercession, am I being faithful? following day. Amen or the gift that God has given you. For those of us you are ushering the gifting that is in you. Are you doing it faithfully? For those of us who have been given uh, the grace to make money for God's house, are you bringing it faithfully? Faithfully. We will account. 
because we've been given according to our abilities. This, beloved, pushes me to work even when I'm not well. It pushes me to wake up for prayer even when I don't feel like. It pushes me to search the scriptures. But you know what? Even this in a way, you know, Paris, America, you pay a revelation, the battery you. It pushes me. It pushes me to say, you know what? There's something that God has deposited in me. I have to be faithful. I should not just be cherozazaita. Cherondango paritakana, dango daro, zukungo daro, cherondango himba. Cherundango twaira ondango sukandi chuone kero nimfo miangechi asha. Cherunda kamchira ma visitors zokuita kungoti zungo pfura faithfulness, loyalty. Every one of us, you will account. I will account for the things that God has deposited in my life, and in the accounting, it's faithfulness. May God help us. May God bless us. Hallelujah. Thank you for listening.